Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Thank you for having me, Tim. It's great to be here. Your take on what you just heard the sheriff say, uh, the scars from the past, we need to come together and heal. Difficult, I suppose, to disagree with that as a sentiment. The question is, how do we do that? Uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. As a sentiment, that's you know that's spot on. That's what we really need. Uh, how we do that? Again, I use the word a lot, and it's transparency. So we have to be really open uh, as law enforcement with the public. But that goes two ways. Uh, the public really needs to be able to willing to share their sentiments and their opinions on the matter. They need to be involved in the process, and we have to be able to somehow come up with a less confrontational stance when it comes to dealing between the community and law enforcement and the government in general. And I think just part of that is being able to sit down and have those discussions, even when it's difficult, uh, even when emotions are high. Uh, you have to kind of put, not eliminate emotions, but when you're responding out of emotion, sometimes those lines get blurred and uh, things don't come out the way people went into, and sometimes that just leads to heightened levels of anxiety. So I think that's the key, uh, creating those safe environments for those discussions, uh, for those exchanges of ideas. And I think going forward, that's going to be one of the most important things that we have to do. You know, I watch, and we've all seen the video and the photographs out of Minneapolis. I guess it was last Monday, the George Floyd death, the, the police officer with the knee on the neck. And immediately, and I suppose this is just something we instinctively do, and I would stipulate or suggest that maybe we shouldn't do, but we do it. We, we see a white officer, a black man who ultimately dies, and automatically it becomes a racial story. You're a law enforcement officer. You tell me, couldn't that simply be a case of bad police work? Why does it necessarily have to be automatically racism? And again, I don't, I don't jump to those assumptions myself. Uh, sometimes things appear to be a certain way, and they are. And sometimes uh, you don't have all the facts or all the images together, and it could be something entirely different. So I agree from that standpoint. Uh, what I look at is the totality. So if I'm dealing with a person, I'm not going to judge their life based on eight minutes or nine minutes or however long that was. Now, if you tell me that there's a history that, you know, the same officer uh, has done this to black males before, and then when he's encountered white males or white females or any other race, the interactions are different. To me, that speaks more to this being a racial thing. Uh, it absolutely could be just not just not uh, a bad cop. It could just be a bad person. Uh, it could be, you know, one of those instances uh, that's, you know, just, I guess, kind of out of a person's nature in general, but they made a horrible decision uh, under stress. Uh, and again, I'm not saying that's what this is. I think clearly this was a criminal act uh, when we're talking about the Floyd situation. But yeah, you have to look at all sides of it. You have to at least be willing to consider that it might be something other than what you originally thought. 
but you got to base that on facts and not simply emotion. John Q. Williams, Sergeant John Q. Williams, Athens Clark County Police Department, candidate for sheriff, the early voting through Friday, the election one week from today. I ask because I don't know and I apologize. I should have known. Were you on the scene uh, during any of the uh, during the unrest of Sunday evening? Uh, I was not. Uh, what do you make of what you have heard, uh, the decision to deploy tear gas? And I'm not asking you to second guess a, a, a police chief's decision on that, but I will ask it this way. Is that something that perhaps a, a sheriff, John Q. Williams, might have uh, considered and done? Okay, and again, I, I, I'm, in a, I'm not in the habit of making absolutes. So to say never or to say always is just not typically uh, in my vocabulary. Uh, what I will say is, I don't. I agree. It's not a good look. Uh, just the idea. Before I started gathering the few facts that I do have right now, I, it didn't sound like a good look. Um, I do understand that there are uh, extenuating factors uh, that led to that decision. And I'll, you know, just like the public, I'm looking for answers myself to see exactly how we got to that point. I would, as sheriff, like to try to expose all avenues before taking such actions. And I will have to look at the totality of the circumstances. So I'll say never. No, I won't say never because, uh, again, you don't know what's going to happen. You know, Aaron, mm-hmm. if you look at the last couple of weeks, you don't know what's going to happen 10 minutes from now, let alone 10 years from now. Uh, so certain tactics you have to at least consider. Um, and you don't want to end up in places. I, you know, I spent time in Minnesota. I went to Iowa State University. Uh, my uncle lived there. I'm a huge Prince fan, so in my youth, I was sneaking to Minneapolis trying to find one of his after-hours spots that he was playing in so I could hear him. So I've spent time in a lot of these major cities that have been just basically ravaged, that have had a lot of destruction to where people not only live, but work, how they try to feed their families. And that's something that, you know, you have to protect people from. And unfortunately, sometimes you do have to protect people from themselves. But when I do that, I want to have them be a part of that discussion and then part of the decision-making process whenever possible as well. John Q. Williams, candidate for sheriff. When last we spoke, and we had you in the studio, gives you some sense of how long ago that was, yes. uh, shortly after you had announced your campaign for sheriff, uh, you able to spend some time with us. Uh, since, obviously, the middle of March, conventional campaigning has gone out the window. What's it like to try to seek such a high-profile office and not really be able? It's almost like you have one hand tied behind your back here. What's that been like? Yeah, it is. Uh, it's been tough, but we just have to come up with new ways. And some of the things uh, we were doing anyway, so the social media, uh, I've never been a big fan of social media, but now during this uh, pandemic, I've had to embrace it a lot more. But we were using it moderately. Now that's kind of uh, the basis of what we're doing. So Facebook, uh, Twitter, uh, Snapchat, all of these things we're using, and email, uh Zoom, the video calls. So we've been doing town halls, uh, having people uh, call in, having guests, uh, having people have questions that we can answer live on air. Uh, That's been a big portion of it. But then you always have phone calls. Um, You can do mailers. So there's a lot of things that you can do that you usually do as part of a campaign anyway. But you just have to shift more of that focus. And it's important to, uh, you know, show people that you're trying to keep them safe. 
So it wasn't a hard decision to go to that because ultimately as sheriff, you want to protect and you want to serve. So you can't do that while on the other side saying, well, you know, I really don't care about your health as long as I get your vote. We have to have that approach for thinking of the people first. All right, uh, John Q for Sheriff.com. John Q for Sheriff.com, a supervisor, a sergeant, instructor with the Athens Clark County Police Department's Career Development and Training Unit, and as we have said, candidate for sheriff in the election of next Tuesday, early voting through Friday. John Q. Williams, Sergeant Williams, thanks for your time this morning. Best of luck next week. Yeah, thanks, Tim. It's always a pleasure.